welcome back to another episode of the Guided Podcast Show. And I hope you all enjoyed your weekend because um, I did. It was a very productive weekend. So let's get on to today's discussion. It's actually a very straightforward one. It's something that I constantly, constantly say on my podcast, on my Instagram. Uh, and you all know, as always, self-love is the best love. Hashtag self-love is the best love. So from there, I'm sure you can deduce that the topic for today is self-love. Self-love. I love self-love. I am an embodiment of self-love. But what I think self-love is, in my own meaning, from what I've been able to deduct so far from my personal life, I would say that self-love is an appreciation for yourself, um, is holding yourself to a very high regard, a very high standards where um, you know that you're confident in your own skin, you speak your own truth, you put actions that enhances and supports your physical growth, your uh, mental growth, most importantly, your mental growth, your emotional growth, as well as your spiritual growth. You put those actions first forward for yourself, no matter what like outside or external stimuli are trying to put instigate or trying to put through to your mind. Um, you put yourself first. Um, sometimes it can come off as being selfish, which in my so far in all of my years, if me practicing self-love shows that I'm a bit selfish, let that be it. Let me be selfish um, because I'm a big believer that you can only pour from a full cup. If your cup is not full and overflowing, uh, with self-love, if your cup is not full and overflowing with your embodiment of who you are, if your cup is not full and overflowing for the kind of person that you are, um, how are you going to be able to pour into another cup? How are you able to give selflessly to other people? How are you able to meet people where they want to be met? Or how are you able to love people how you want to love them or how they want to be loved? Um, so that's something that I take seriously. My particular self-love journey has been very tricky, has been very interesting. I've had to cross some bridges that I don't think I would be able to cross. And I've had to burn some bridges as well. So you have to put yourself first in everything that you do, most especially your spiritual growth. You have to take care of your own needs first. Sacrificing your well-being to please others is not the way. You have to be able to make sure that you're okay first. Your well-being is well taken care of, you know, before you can pour to anybody else. How do you embody self-love? How do you embody self-love as a person? The first thing I would say is you need to stop comparing yourself to others. And I am not a jealous person unless it's my man. But <laughs> I'm actually not a jealous person. But you need to stop comparing yourself to others. In a world where there's competition everywhere, there's a lot of um, comparing to others is quite a bit natural, like it's quite normal. Uh, but it can be very dangerous to your mental health. It can be very dangerous to your being. It can be very dangerous to finding your purpose. There can only be one of you. So there's no point comparing yourself to others. There is no point um, being in competition with others. Because it's just you. you. There can only be one Temi. There can only be one Ayo. Do you understand what I mean? And you have to be able to embody that with all that you have. That you are the only version of yourself that exists on this, in this planet. 
you're the only version of yourself. So that, once you embody that, I feel like you'll be able to get a grasp of what else, of not comparing yourself to others. I was having a conversation the other day and a friend mentioned comparing yourself can also be a form of envy. They're just envious. Being envious and envying other people is a feeling and feelings are normal. It's okay to have an envious feeling, but how you act on it or how you react to it is what matters. I know podcasters that are way ahead of me. Um, they're doing good. They're like in a good place in their life from sharing knowledge. But I'm not envious of them. I am not envious of them. I want to my podcast to grow and reach that same, you know, same stage. But I'm not. It doesn't come from an envious place. I'm not envious of them. I love what they're doing. I actually watch them to make sure that what I'm implementing on my podcast as well is, you know, aligning and, you know, I see them as mentors. So when I see that somebody has something that I want, I see that person automatically as a mentor in my life. Um, automatically, that person becomes a mentor, whether they know it or not, that person becomes a mentor for me in my life. I just want everyone to kind of use that kind of perspective, you know, maybe use that kind of perspective when you feel a little bit envious of people or when you feel like, um, you should be in that position or why you're not in that position. Your time is coming. Everything is in divine timing. That's one way to step up your self-love journey. Just stop comparing yourself to others. The other thing is the opinion of other people doesn't matter. Like nobody knows your journey more than you do. Nobody knows how far you've come more than you do. So other people's opinion doesn't matter the experience that I had growing up as a child is not the same with my sisters. And I have five of them. So we all have different experiences. So imagine that and then taking that into perspective to worry about the opinion of what they feel about you. Opinion is not a fact. Someone's opinion is not a fact. As long as you know this, you should be good. And also, like, don't worry about what people expect of you. Like, you can't make everyone happy, first off. So you don't have to worry about what people think of you. Like. If you do that, you're only wasting your time. And time is valuable. Time is really all that you have. Time is all that you have. Although time is an illusion and a projection of your consciousness, it is really valuable. Time is very valuable. And if you're sitting around thinking about what other people think, you're going to be wasting a lot of time. So that's also something that you should um, embody on your self-love journey. And also allow yourself to fail. Failure is a must. You must fail. I don't think that you can win in this life if you don't fail. You have to fail. Failure is part of growth. I think failure is the most essential part of growth. Failure is very essential. It is part of growth. This is my second time trying to put myself out there for the world to see. I used to have a YouTube video when I was quite younger, and now I'm starting a podcast show. So that didn't fail. But for me, I was not in the best of position then to continue that journey. So I, I stopped. So did I say that was a failure and I would never do it again? No, that didn't pick up traction the way that I wanted it. But did I say that with, that was failure? No, that's not failure. That's me learning. But also I was, I, was always, I was also talking about very superficial things then. So I didn't expect it to pick up traction because that's not me. That's not my life. 
If you know anything about me, then you should know that I am all depth, no surface. That's very interesting because I will sometimes I will meet people and I will, will be having normal conversation and they go, oh, I've ne- you know, you're so deep. At first, I thought it was a weird thing, but now that's just me. I don't have surface level. I don't know how to have superficial conversations. I just don't know how to do that. It's just me. So you should allow yourself to make mistakes. You should allow yourself to fail. You should allow yourself so many times to start over. I had this fear of being seen even after I previously had a YouTube show that came out of nowhere. But I put myself out there again. This is a challenge for me. That's what a lot of people don't know. I decided to challenge myself because I am an actions person. So no matter how much I read books, how much I study, how much I learn, if I don't put it into action, I really would not retain that information. Um, A good example is when I go for job interviews, I actually do a mock interview by myself first and record it and watch it before I actually go for the interview. And when I get into that interview, it's just like I'm just playing that recording because now I really know what I'm going to say. So I just do that. So that's how I learn. That's how I actually learn as a person. I have to put it in practice. I have to teach it. I have to action it in order for me to actually learn. So all this book that I've read, all this podcast that I've listened to, all this audio books, everything that have that I have lent, I have to action it. And this is my way of actioning it because although I know all these things, theoretically, for me, I don't learn unless I put it in practice. So this is me learning by teaching this or by sharing my knowledge with people is actually a way of me to learn more. So allow yourself to fail. Failure is a big part of life, people. When you fail, you get up and you go, you're stronger 3x. So every time you fail, you get up and you're stronger 3x. Every time you fail, you get up and you're stronger 3x. So allow yourself to do that. When you're in your self-love journey, you letting people go is one of the hardest things that you would have to do. But you have to work based off of energy. But you have to be able to take responsibility for the energy that you put into this world. Don't be afraid to let go of people. That's also something that you'd have to do. And I feel like that's the toughest thing you'd have to do on your self-love journey because you have to let go of people that don't want to align. It doesn't mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that you can be acquaintances. You can, but you have to let them go because once you raise your vibration, is that it meets you there or you have to leave them behind. It's just how life works. It's just how energy works. I had to go into solitude to figure out who aligns with my energy, who I feel comfortable with, who doesn't love me for what they get from me. And because I am the queen of giving benefits of doubt. And that has hurt me more than anything else in this world. I feel like that pushed me into my self-love journey. Now, the people that are in my life, they are worth giving the benefit of doubt to. And the only way for me to now curb that is to make sure that everyone that is aligned in my life, I don't have a problem giving them benefit of the doubt. You would have to let go of people. That is very, very important. That is going to be your biggest challenge, in my opinion, when you start going on your self-love journey. Because now when you're thinking of your highest versions of yourself, those people, their lifestyle, their narrative, their perspective might not align with you. 
And if you have friends that it aligns with you, perfect. Keep those people in your circle. But if you do not, I'm telling you, now or later, you would let them go unless you want to stay stuck in whatever situation, in whatever positions that you are. And I hope that's not the case. I hope people are able to decipher for themselves what aligns and what does not align. So don't be afraid to let people go. It's part of life. People are there to help you journey with you to some extent in your life, not till you die. So do not be afraid to let people go. Just protect your energy. That's all you can do for yourself. Protect your energy. So remove people from all situations or company of people that are draining you. So I would just advise you to protect your energy. Um, it can be painful. It can be very um, sad to remove yourself from situations or people that are always draining you. But it is a necessity. It is very necessary for you to do that. You have to be able to decide for yourself that you want better for yourself. And in order for you to do that, you have to remove people from your life. To to better make this clear for you, in a sense, when you hang around someone, when you go out with someone, after that event or after that going out or after that situation, Assess how you feel. Assess yourself to see how you feel. Go in, be mindful, and assess yourself. See what you're feeling after this. Are you feeling like you leveled up? Or are you feeling drained? And that's how I remove myself from a lot of people. I'm not talking about like where the situation was stressful. That's not what I'm referring to. I'm talking about like both of you going to an event or hanging out or just going out together and you have fun or you're in a group of people and you actually enjoy the um whatever it is. But when you get home, think about it and assess it alone without the external, you know, circumstances and decide for yourself. Like what did your energy level rise or what do you feel drained? If you do feel drained, I'm sorry to tell you, you gotta assess that person, situation, groups. And decide whether these are people that are going to take you to your highest versions of yourself. So another thing is don't be scared. Being fearful, it's a feeling. Rejection, it's a feeling. Anxiety, it's a feeling. It's all a feeling. It's not a part of you. So like, don't be scared to process how you're feeling. Don't be scared to process your fears. Um, so you, if you are scared of abandonment, for example, and you know that this person in your life doesn't vibrate with you on the same energy frequency, it's okay to feel like you'll be abandoned if you leave that situation. It's okay to feel anxious. It's okay to feel like you're going to feel rejected if you leave that situation. Again, these are all feelings. It doesn't define you as a person. And allow yourself to process those fears. Allow yourself to understand the fear. Don't reject them. Allow yourself to process it. Go in. Exercise. I always say this. Exercise daily or run or walk. Just move your body. Even it does help your mental health. So that would help you um, process the fears that you're feeling. And it would help you kind of, you know, balance out yourself, balance your energy. And also kind of help you gain clarity and unmask any issues that you're having. So don't be scared to process your fears. That's part of self-love journey. That's part of embodying your trauma. That's part of embodying yourself, you know, again, to become the better version of yourself. The whole idea is to become the better version of yourself. Another way to up up your self-love journey game is to understand that 
Your value doesn't lie in how you look. You're not your body. You're not how you look. That's something that you need to understand that your value is in who you are, your soul, your purpose. It's good to look good. I love looking good. But when you place too much value on it, you can take away from you loving yourself truly. This is very fundamental, especially in this day and age where people place a lot of value on looks, how you, how you look. It's very important to understand that your value is not in how you look. It can really limit you on your self-love journey. You can do whatever you want to look good as long as you know that it's not who you are, as long as you don't place too much value on it. You can do whatever you want to look good, wear whatever you want that makes you feel good. You know, like just whatever makes you feel good, confidence, happy, you know, just do that, wear that. But don't place too much value on how you look because that would definitely diminish the self-love journey in every way possible. Another thing I would say is that create your own life. That's another thing that is very important as you go along your self-love journey. Before I decided to do this podcast, it's been on my mind for about a year and a half before I decided to, you know what, I'm going to do it. I know that I love to teach um, and I know that I learn better when I'm teaching so I always knew that this was something that I was going to do, share knowledge. But the timing is never going to be perfect. It took me getting out of the situation for me to be able to embody this and do this. You don't have to go a conventional path. Just seize the moment because that's all that you have present. You don't have, you don't know the future. You don't, you can't go back to the past. The moment that you have is the present, which is a gift. So seize that moment to create your own life. That's one thing that you should embody on your self-love journey. I would also say be kind to yourself um, on your self-love journey. You would, you would fail. You will feel sadness. You will feel joy. You will feel sorrow. But you have to be very kind to yourself. Don't forget to celebrate yourself. Speak kindly to yourself. Affirmations, mantras, yoga. Take yourself out. Enjoy yourself. Just spend time with yourself. Because that's all that you really have. The world is really full of critics. There's a lot of people, opinions flying up and down. There's a lot of people critically analyzing situations that doesn't mind them. You have to be kind to yourself in order for you to, you know, thrive and, you know, embodying that self-love. And also see the beauty in everything. See appreciation in everything. That's big. That's huge. You have to be able to see appreciation. You have to be able to see appreciation and beauty in everything, in the small things. Right. One thing, one good thing that one good, small, beautiful thing that happened. It might be me saying hi to a dog or me saying hi to my neighbor or, you know, just making eye contact with someone. Be grateful for things like that. Be grateful for moments like that. It's essential to be grateful for little things in life to help you show gratitude and um, use your voice. Use your voice. That's another thing on your self-love journey. Do not be afraid to speak up. Use me as an example if you like. Um, but be bold. Try and exercise boldness. So contribute your thoughts. Use your voice. Again, to the business that minds you, right? Not in other people's business. Um, your voice is just as important as anyone else. Don't wait for permission to take a seat at the table. Join the conversations. And if it's a table that you have to wait for permission, that's not your table. Get out. And also do not forget that being very self-aware is also another way to embody self-love. Self-care is very important. Do your skincare, love yourself. Your self-esteem is also very important. These are things that you, 
a part of your self-love journey to raise your vibration and know your worth. Self-worth is the best. And you look at you, you'll be thriving, you'll be shining, you'll be glowing. And one thing I should mention is that self-love and spirituality is also very um, important. Repeat your affirmations, do yoga, meditation is huge. So meditate much as you can. Be very mindful of your thoughts and your actions. Actually think about what you're thinking about all the time. Whatever you have to do to keep yourself in the space of self-love, do that for your spiritual growth because that would help you raise your vibration and that would help you become very more self-aware of yourself and the people around you. Yeah, so that's the conversation for today. That's a quick discussion that I just wanted to come here and, you know, give out my own perspective on this topic real quick, because I always say it, self-love is the best love. That's my mantra. Every day, self-love is the best love. You matter. Your voice matters. Put yourself first. Not to your body, not to your mind, not to your soul and your emotions. You know, make sure you leave no, no, no space for self-critique, for self-judgment. So that's it for today, guys. And also share this content to reach millions and thousands of people. Or you can also follow me on Instagram at guidedpod. And also please click that follow button on Spotify and also on Apple Podcasts to get premium content from me to push you forward into the new week. So till next time, guys, do not forget to subscribe, like, and most importantly, share for this to reach thousands of people. And I'll see you next time. Bye.